Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I don't even. I I don't even know. I I have a technique. I believe you have to show your palm. <laughs> Show the, to, let let them you, smell your palms. You have to show your palms when you show people. I've been saying this for years and years. I tell everybody this: you show you show them your palms. You let them know that you're safe. You have no weapons in your palms, mm-hmm. and you could even say, "Yeah, I'm, I'm safe." You meet a nice girl. Yeah, you want her to know that you're safe. <laughs> you put out your palms. <laughs> and and she knows this is a safe man. Mm-hmm. This is a safe man who's gonna love me. <laughs> He's gonna take care of me forever. He's gonna take care of me. Let's Thanks start. a lot, TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're fucking, we're in Act Three, Scene Three, still in the castle. Everything's in the castle. All right. We finished up this big scene with the play within a play. You know, we saw everything going on in there. Now, Hamlet, as you mentioned before, Hamlet has his evidence. That's the evidence he wanted. And the king is going to explain how his plan is going from this point forward, right? So the, after the play, the king is scared. He says, I like him not, nor stands it safe with us to let his madness range. Like, this is not a safe situation for me to have Hamlet, mad Hamlet in the castle. Because the king just saw the play and he's like, does Hamlet know something? Uh, like that looked like my murder, right? So we that don't was know. Very what's, similar to the murder, though. Yeah, I, we don't know what's going on in his mind. Right. But the king suddenly really wants to get rid of Hamlet, mm-hmm. and he says to Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, "Therefore, prepare you. I, your commission, shall forthwith dispatch, and he to England shall along with you." Right. So he's going to England with Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Mm-hmm. He says, "The terms of our estate—that means like me holding the kingship." May not endure hazards so nears as doth hourly grow out of his brows. So I may not remain king if we allow this danger that keeps coming like out of his head. So the king is afraid of Hamlet here. And Rosencrantz and Guildenstern agree, right? They say, oh, okay, bye, we will haste us. You know, that's line 26. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern leave. Mm-hmm. Um, enter Polonius, Right? Polonius, Polonius is here. What has Polonius got going on? Some curtain shit. My lord, he's going to his mother's closet. Behind the arras, I'll convey myself. <laughs> it is. He's saying. He's on the curtain again, I am man. going behind the curtains. Oh, my God. He says, behind the arras, I'll convey myself to hear the process. I'll warrant she'll tax him home. Um, that's line 29. He says, I'll warrant she'll tax him home. Like, he's talking to his mom. We're going to find out what's up. He says, and as you said, and wisely was it said, tis meet that some more audience than a mother, since nature makes them partial, should overhear the speech of vantage. So you want somebody in there that's not this guy's mom because nature makes them partial, right? Your mom is on your side. That's Hamlet's mom, and Polonius is kind of warning the king, like, you need somebody else in there. Yeah. You need me in there behind the curtain. Right. So he leaves. No, so that's that's just Polonius just stops in to be like, 
Did I mention the curtain? <laughs> Did I mention curtains? Did I mention curtains? Because, I mean, I like what you're saying, but <laughs> if we throw in the curtains, I think it's a home run. Yeah. I think it's a home run. After Polonius leaves, the king is alone for a minute here. All right. He says, and remember how before he had that little aside where he expressed a little guilt? Mm-hmm. He says, thanks, dear my lord. Oh, my offense is, this is line 35. He says, oh, my offense is rank. It smells to heaven. My offense is rank. Like my, the sin that I, I did is really bad. It stinks. He says, it hath the primal eldest curse upon it, a brother's murder. Primal eldest curse. We're talking about Cain and Abel. Oh, wow. He's the, going back. Yeah, I've done what, what the first sin is. Really. So he's, wowza. Well, not the first sin, right? That would be eating the apple. But Cain oh, and Abel is, is back there. Is, yeah, that's, that's the first murder. And that, that was a brother murdering brother. Right. He says on line like 36, 7, 38, pray can I not, though inclination be as sharp as will. So I can't pray. My stronger guilt defeats my strong intent. And like a man to double business bound, I stand in pause where I shall first begin. So I can't pray because I'm so fucking guilty I can't even decide what to pray for first. Mm. He says, what if this cursed hand were thicker than itself with brother's blood? Is there not rain enough in the sweet heavens to wash it white as snow? He's wondering here. He's done so much that's evil, right? He murdered his fucking brother. Let's not forget that. And we're getting like the human side of Claudius here. Mm. And he's wondering... Is there forgiveness for me? Nah, B. On line 51, he says, But oh, what form of prayer can serve my turn? Forgive me my foul murder? That cannot be, since I am still possessed of those effects for which I did murder, my crown, mine own ambition, and my queen. May one be pardoned and retain the offense? So he's like, can you rob a bank and say, I'm sorry, and be forgiven and keep the money? Yeah, can I have the cake and eat it too? Right. Uh, can I? Yeah. I mean. He's talking sense here. He's like. He's, he's, I, make, I, he's making sense. Uh, I obviously can't be forgiven because I'm not going to not be king. And who's going to say something? But he, the only reason he's saying that is because he thinks that someone knows. Maybe. That's uh-huh. a good conjecture. You know, yeah. he's kind of. Hamlet made him look at it. You know what I mean? Hamlet showed him his own crime. He watched the video footage of his own crime, yeah. and he's a little fucked up. Yeah, and he fucking threw down his hand. So we got Claudius. He's wondering if he can be forgiven. And he says on line 69, Help, angels, make a say. Bow, stubborn knees, and heart with strings of steel, be soft as sinews of the newborn babe. Like, he's trying to soften his heart, and may be well. And he kneels. Claudius is trying to pray to God for forgiveness. He's on the floor, on his knees. I want you to picture this. Mm-hmm. He's got his eyes closed. He's got his hands up and clasped. He's like, please, God. You know who walks in now? They're all alone. Oh, shit. Somebody's going to walk in? Hamlet. Wowza. Well, homeboy. All right, let's go. So enter Hamlet, and it says, behind him. <laughs> Hamlet's standing there. The guy he's supposed to kill... Is, it's going down. It's on his knees, with his eyes closed, completely unaware of him. This is it. This and is, alone. This is the end of the book. End of the book. Hamlet says, 
now might, this is on line uh, like 73. Now might I do it, but now he is a praying and now I'll do it. He draws his sword, he takes his sword out and he's thinking about it and he goes, and so he goes to heaven. And so am I revenged. That would be scanned. A villain kills my father, and for that, I, his sole son, do the same villain send to heaven? Why, this is base and silly, not revenge. This is not the right time for revenge, because if I kill him now, he's going to go to heaven. I want to kill him when he's going to go to hell for his deeds. Too late. He already uh, he already talked to Lord and Savior. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Well, Hamlet thinks that if he kills him now, he's going to send him to heaven. On line actually 79, we're using the the Cordo 2 text, but there's actually a few lines from the folio that I really like. When he says, why this is base and silly, not revenge, in the folio, he says, why this is higher in salary, not revenge. Meaning, if I killed him now, he should pay me. Mm. I'm doing him a favor. What? So he's I just he's just making excuses so he's, he don't have to do shit. He's got a lot of excuses. Well, th- this time the excuse is that it's just not the right time because he's praying. He he keeps rationalizing it. I just think he said. Oh, go ahead. I just think you know, this is that you saw what happened with at the play. He got nobody around. He he heard some of the confession, right? No, I no, don't think he, he heard in. any confession. All right, I'm just checking. All right, what's going on here? So he says on line 80, he took my father grossly full of bread, right? Meaning he killed my dad when my dad was full of sins, Mm. with all his crimes broad blown as flush as may. And how his audit stands, who knows, save heaven, right? So he's talking about his dad. But in our circumstance and course of thought, tis heavy with him. And am I then revenged to take him in the purging of his soul, right? Would it be revenge if I kill him while he's purging his soul? When he is fit and seasoned for his passage? No, up sword, and know thou a more horrid hent. He puts his sword away. He says, like line 89, when he is drunk asleep, or in his rage, or in the incestuous pleasure of his bed, at game a-swearing, like when he's gambling. I can get it, if I get him right when he's gambling, he's gonna go to hell. (laughs) He already, it, oh my God, these rules, these rules, like, he already... Did the ill shit. Mm-hmm. And the ghost said it's cool for you to kill him. Right. The ghost said right. get revenge. Yeah. And technically within the the laws of D- Danish law. <laughs> Dan- like, yeah, I don't know what the Danish law on this would be. He is the prince. That would be a prince? regicide. So I probably illegal. It's you think so? Reg- yeah, regicide, definitely. You can't kill the king. Now, that's a coup, right? Whether or not it's a crime depends on who ends up alive at the end. Right. Yeah, so I think I would say back then it's legal. You could just take him out because you know what he did. Yeah, get to tell everybody. Then they're on your side. Then you're the king. Good ending. So not what Hamlet's going to do. Damn. Right? So Hamlet wants to do it when he's gambling. Gotta wait for the gambling. Yeah, or when he's after, he says when he's a swearing. So like right after he says cunt, I'm gonna stab him. <laughs> oh my god, there's so much to wait for. Or or in the incestuous pleasure of his bed. So either right after he curses while he's fucking my mom, I'll stab him in the back. Oh or while he's gambling. Those there's are so good much, times. So much like timing issues with this. He's gotta go. Where is he gonna gamble? 
Yeah. He's got to go down the shore. He's got to go, <laughs> go to AC. He's got to go to Atlantic He's, City. I'm going to follow him to AC where he gets the stripper. <laughs> and it's, it'll all come together perfectly. No, he's a, he. if you didn't have to go by this whole prayer thing, and you could just take him out right then and there. Right. This is, as you said before, this is where the play should end. Yep. He's been talking and talking and talking through the whole play about how he's not fucking doing anything, how he's mad at himself for not doing anything. And then he gets all the, he's like, first I need some evidence. He gets the fucking evidence. Then he walks in. And, and this is why audiences at the time were really puzzled by the play and they thought it was kind of a padding device. They're like, why doesn't he just kill him? Just kill this, this motherfucker. madness thing yeah. is really fucking with us. Yeah. Because it's, it's, um, it's the opposite of when you're waiting for like the um, for the bad guy to or like for like Jason or or whoever the super the, the villain to fucking kill somebody or like you know he's behind you. Yeah. It's 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 going to go down. Yeah, like he's this. he's the opposite of Jason. He's the opposite of Jason <laughs> where he's just like it's just like kill him. Yeah. <laughs> he's just going to stand in there. Just oh my god. Here's your opportunity. Kill him. Yeah, he's he's right there. Yeah. Like oh my god. Yeah. Just the ghost already told you. Yeah. For, for I think, for for a lot of th- for a lot of other stories, it'll be like the ghost tells me to kill him. I killed him, mm-hmm. and I killed him. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, but but again, for <laughs> listeners at home, if a ghost tells you to kill someone, <laughs> don't do it. Make sure other people see the ghost. Yeah. Who's your Horatio dot com? Who's your Horatio dot com is pretty fucking good. <laughs> So, somebody get that domain. That is pretty good. Um, this is kind of the end of the scene. So he's he's not going to kill him. He puts his sword away and he leaves. He walks out. All right. And the king ends the scene. There's an irony here because the king opens his eyes and says he wasn't even praying. He says, my words fly up. My thoughts remain below. Words without thoughts never to heaven go. So he didn't. I'm just bullshitting. Yeah, he didn't get forgiven. He didn't actually pray. If Hamlet had killed him right there, he still would have gone to hell. He was just going through the motions. Yeah. Ugh. So that's the end of Act 3, Scene 3, and we have one more scene here. This is a monumental scene. This is what happens between, in Act 3, Scene 4, we're going to see what happens when Hamlet goes to see his mother and Polonius hides behind the curtain. Okay. This is our next curtain call. So this is really, Act 3 is a lot of curtain hiding. (laughs) Yeah, so much curtain hiding. This is crazy. So in Act 3, Scene 4... The queen comes in with Polonius, and Polonius now is coaching her. Right? This, is, this is how you hide in back of a curtain. Well, he's coaching her of, of what she should do. Okay. <laughs> he says, he will come straight. Look, you lay home to him. Tell him his pranks have been too broad to bear with. Okay. Right? So g- give him a stern talking to. And that your grace hath screened and stood between much heat and him. 
So not give him a good talking to and tell him you have been protecting him because the fucking hammer is going to come down and you've been, you know, interceding on his behalf. And then he explains what he's doing. He says, I'll silence me even here. Pray you be round. Um, so he's going to go hide. And the queen says, I'll warrant you. Fear me not. Withdraw. I hear I'm coming. And then it says the stage direction. Polonius hides behind the arras. So Polonius is sneaking behind the curtain here. Getting behind that damn curtain. We've got some wicked talk. This is Hamlet and his mom. This okay. is the first person he was really angry at here in this play. Wow. Um, you know, at the end of Act One, he was really, really felt betrayed by his mom marrying Claudia so soon. So Hamlet walks in and says, Now, mother, what's the matter? This is like line seven or eight. The queen says, Hamlet, thou hast thy father much offended. Now, we're calling Claudius his father, right? Claudius is offended. Hamlet says, Mother, you have my father much offended. Oh, jeez. She says, Come, come, you answer with an idle tongue. And he says, Go, go, you question with a wicked tongue. He's given it right back to her. She says, Why, how now, Hamlet? He says, What's the matter now? She says, Have you forgot me? And he says, No, by the rude, not so. Or by the cross, of course I haven't forgotten you. He says, you are the queen, your husband's brother's wife, and would it were not so, you are my mother. He's being a wise ass. Yeah. But factual. Yeah, he's not lying. Yeah, not lying. You are actually your husband's brother's wife yep. and my mother. It's weird. Something happens here that I think really depends on how a, a director would stage this. Because he says, come, come. This is like line uh, 17. Come, come and sit you down. You shall not budge. You go not till I set you up a glass where you may see the inmost part of you. So he's making her sit down and says, you can't go until I set you up a glass until I make you look in the mirror. A glass is a mirror. Mm -hmm. And in that mirror, you're going to see the inmost part of you. Like, so I'm not letting you leave until you look in the mirror and see what you've become. And now her reaction here is kind of like she's afraid of him because... He has been going crazy, right? She says on line 20, what wilt thou do that wilt not murder me? Help, ho! She's, so she starts crying for help. Like, he just said, sit down and I'm going to hold a mirror up. And she's like, he's going to kill me. He's going to kill me. Oh, jeez. Polonius from behind the curtain says, hey, help, help, help. Starts calling for help. He says, what ho, help. Hamlet draws his sword and says, how now, a rat? And he stabs through the curtain. Whoa. Kills Polonius. You see the blood come out of the curtain. Holy Polonius. Yeah, he caught Polonius Fucking in hiding curtain, there. Curtain boy. This is the thing, right? When you're behind a curtain all the time, nobody knows you're fucking there, and you don't know how people are going to react, especially in a place where people are carrying around daggers. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, maybe they're going to test the curtains. Yeah. See, um, in New Jersey, you can't really be carrying around a dagger like that. We're in Pennsylvania right now. Correct. You could just have a dagger. Yeah, the dagger you. laws are much looser. The dagger laws are in fucking Pennsylvania. way Once you cross that though. river. Yeah, you cross the river and you could have that dagger on you. Um, I think I saw somebody uh, with with a gun filling their gas and they weren't they were not a police officer. Mm -hmm. 
So he just stabbed through the curtain. Oh shit! He I forgot this is where yeah, we were. Yeah, at. This is. We were at a really exciting moment <laughs> oh, before so we fucking to- just, totally went off into oh shit we don't know anything about. I don't know shit about guns. Oh my god! I, yeah. I'm gonna have to fact check everything I we'll say about guns just to know. We'll cut all that out um, if you need. I could just be saying wrong things. I'm per- I'm pretty. I think I'm pretty solid on the dagger laws, though, man. Yeah, if dagger we, laws. Dagger laws. So. He says, dead for a ducat dead. Polonius fucking is dead. Polonius behind the curtain says, oh, I am slain. He falls and dies. He literally says that. The queen, line 25, says, oh me, what hast thou done? And Hamlet says, nay, I know not. Is it the king? Right? He hopes he gets him now because this this would be something that would send him to hell. Curtain hiding is at least the first sphere of hell. Right. So he hopes he's got the king. The queen says, oh, what a rash and bloody deed is this. And he says, a bloody deed, almost as bad, good mother, as kill a king and marry with his brother. And she says on line 30, as kill a king? And he says, aye, lady, it was my word. I have a question here. Hmm. He tells her it's, that his deed is as bad as killing the king and marrying his brother. She reacts with surprise, as kill a king. I think there's a question here. Does she know? Does she know what Claudius did? I don't think so. There's no definitive word one way or another, but she seems surprised here, and the play goes out of its way to show us Claudius being guilty, right? Right. If she killed her own husband, you know, I guess we would have seen her being more guilty or something by the play's own terms. Right. You know, so we have no indicator that she feels guilty for this or she has any knowledge. Mm -hmm. So this may be where Hamlet reveals to her that his father was murdered. Right. But then he sees Polonius on the ground and says, uh, line 31, thou wretched, rash, intruding fool, farewell. I took thee for thy better. So, you know, I, th- I actually, goodbye, Polonius. Right. I took thee for thy better. Like, I thought it was the king, but fuck you. So he kind of, he doesn't even care about this. He turns away from Polonius' body. On line 35, he's still on his mom. He says, peace, sit you down and let me wring your heart. For so I shall, if it be made of penetrable stuff, if damned custom had, have not brazed it so, that it be proof and bulwark against sense. I'm going to wring your heart. I'm going to talk to you here. Mm-hmm. If you're not impenetrable, if any sense can get through to you. The queen says on line 40, What have I done that thou darest wag thy tongue in noise so rude against me? Hamlet says, Such an act that blurs the grace and blush of modesty, calls virtue hypocrite, takes off the rose from the fair forehead of an innocent love, and sets a blister there, makes marriage vows as false as Dicer's oaths. So your act, makes marriage vows as false as Dicer's oaths, means like to make wedding vows as false as the shit people shout while they're playing dice. Mm. Like wedding vows are that shitty. Um, And that's, he's sort of giving the, the, the extent of her act, a measure of how bad the thing she did is. And she says on line, he goes on. She says on line 53, I me, what act that roars so loud and thunders in the index? Right, so what are you talking about? And then Hamlet takes out two pictures. He shows her a picture of his dad and a picture of Claudius. 
Wait, where's he got the pictures? This is like a Bugs Bunny moment. Like he's just he's just got this shit. He he was planning in between scenes or something. He must have stowed him. But he does have a picture of Claudius. Wait a minute. And a picture of I know this is weird. We just gotta roll with this. No, wait a minute, man. <laughs> so back in the day, like the pictures were they're like big old like he, somebody had to sit there with a with a with a with a paintbrush. Yeah, I guess we have two small paintings. So you think he has some portraits? Yeah, he's got good question. <laughs> he had some portraits commissioned. The stage direction says showing her two likenesses. So he, yeah, he's he's got to have he's got like a little oil painting of each one of them, and he says, line fifty four. Look here upon this picture and on this, the counterfeit presentment of two brothers, and he's pointing at his dad. He says, see what a grace was seated on this brow. Hyperion's curls, the front of Jove himself, and I like Mars to threaten and command, a station like the Herald Mercury, new lighted on a heaven-kissing hill, a combination and a form indeed where every god did seem to set his seal to give the world assurance of a man. That's his dad. Mm -hmm. He has the qualities of every Greek god. Right. He says, this was your husband. He holds out the one that has a picture of Claudius now. We're looking at Claudius's face. And he says, look you now, this is line 64. Look you now what follows. Here is your husband like a mildewed ear. <laughs> blasting his wholesome brother. <laughs> Yo, this motherfucker like a mildewed ass ear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. He says to his mom, have you eyes? Could you on this fair mountain leave to feed and batten on this moor? Ha! Have you eyes? Like, how do you go from this to this? He's saying, and he he kind of ins he kind of insults her age here. He says, "You cannot call it love, for at your age the heyday and the blood is tame." Oof! Like you're a little old for puppy love, right? It's humble and waits upon the judgment. And what judgment would step from this to this? Right? Who would go from this guy to this guy? Yeah, you're going from from Michael to Fredo. Yeah, yeah. That's a Godfather reference. You should you should go back and watch the Godfather. Yeah, we're gonna pause here for you to watch the Godfather one and two. Skip three. Well, uh, we'll get into that in a second. But Godfather <laughs> one and two. That's so. Yeah, if you pause now. Right. We'll wait. What's that going to be about? You're in. You're in six About, hours, I think. Yeah, good five six hours of your time. Mm -hmm. But keep us in mind when you're done. But if you do decide to watch three, it's made in the '90s and yeah. it's different. And I can't remember the guy. There's so much. to get used to the lighting if you got young eyes mm -hmm. huh yeah that's all i gotta say you gotta get used to the light but get used to the lighting it's a wonderful wonderful two movies and then come right back to us and we'll get into this um shakespeare's <laughs> get back back into the shakespeare's <laughs> so he fucking turns her here 
the queen, like what what he does, he he keeps going at her. I'm kind of I'm gonna not reading it all, so I'm skipping a bunch. But like around eighty nine, the queen comes on and she goes, "Oh Hamlet, speak no more. Thou turnst my very eyes into my soul, and there I see such black and grieved spots as will leave their tinct." So he has convinced her. The portraits did it. Mm-hmm. Right, the portraits did it. And he, but he keeps going. He's saying some gross shit here. He says, nay, but to live in the rank sweat of an enseamed bed. An enseamed bed is a bed covered in animal fat. Mm-hmm. Like that's where you live. Right. Stewed in corruption, honeying and making love over the nasty sty. Nice thing to say to your mom. <laughs> On 95, she says, oh, speak to me no more. These words like daggers enter my ears. No more, sweet Hamlet. Yeah. He keeps going, a murderer and a villain, a slave that is not 20th part, the kith of your precedent lord, right? So not the 20th part of your last husband. And now the queen is saying no more. And now here we go. The fucking ghost comes in. Oh, shit. The ghost walks in. Are you serious? On this scene. And both of that. So they're arguing, right? More ghost witnesses. Good question. Whoa. The ghost walks in. If she don't see the ghost. All right, go for it. Go for it. Okay. And he kind of, he's still talking to his mom and he stops and says, save me and hover over me with your wings, you heavenly guards. What would your gracious figure? He's saying to the king ghost. So he starts talking to the ghost and the queen says, alas, he's mad. That's line 106. Oh, shit. And the ghost starts talking to Hamlet. Hamlet asks him what he's there for and the ghost is a little pissed. The ghost says, Weren't you supposed to fucking kill this guy for me? <laughs> yeah, you, you got it. You got it. <laughs> Line 111. Like, Jesus Christ. How many days? How yeah. long? What's the time period here? Ethan? I don't know what we the time know. period is, but it's been, a, it's been a while. But for the ghost, he's like, I told you a while ago yeah. to take this. Mo- yeah. I'm in purgatory. Yeah. I'm on fire. And it's not just the ghost. It's like sun. Yeah, it's, it's the ghost of your dad. I've, I'm coming back. To tell you that this guy did this, take this guy out a couple scenes ago. Mm-hmm. The ghost said, the ghost like very solemnly intones on line 111. He says, do not forget. This visitation is but to wet thy almost blunted purpose. So we're trying to sharpen your sword up here. To wet a whetstone would be how you sharpen mm-hmm. a sword. Oh, yeah. Your blunted purpose. So your purpose is very blunt. You're not yeah, really let's, accomplishing let's, things. Yeah, let's sharpen this up a little bit. Yeah. And, and he... The king comes in. If you remember back when we first saw the king's ghost, mm-hmm. he didn't want Hamlet to take it out on his mom. He said yeah. to leave your mom to heaven. Yeah. Just take out this fool over here. Take out Fredo. That's your job. That's your job, kid. The ghost says on line 113, but look, amazement on thy mother sits. Oh, step between her and her fighting soul. Yeah. Now you're fucking with my wife. Yeah. Conceit <sighs> in weakest body's strongest works. Speak to her, Hamlet. He wants him to... Calm your mom down. Yeah. Don't take it out on your mom. It's not, yeah. And so Hamlet tries to do it. He turns to his mom, line 117, and says, How is it with you, lady? And the queen says, Alas, how is it with you that you do bend your eye on vacancy and with the incorporeal air do hold discourse? So you're bending your eye on vacancy. You're looking at nothing. Yeah, like, okay. So You're she, looking at emptiness. Right. She's not seeing... She's, she's not, not seeing, seeing the ghost. He doesn't want her to see this. Yeah. But he let homeboy, he let a couple other people see yeah. the ghost. She doesn't see the ghost. I think there's a couple ways you can interpret that. Okay, what do you got? There's the way you kind of interpreted it. Mm-hmm. 
right? That maybe it's the ghosts doing. Maybe the ghost doesn't want to be seen. It's we also, ghost. though, Hamlet has been going downhill. Is he hallucinating? Hmm. This is another thing. That's another question. Yeah. Was there a ghost ever in the first place? Nobody else has ever talked to the ghost except for Hamlet. They've seen the ghost. Horatio definitely saw the ghost. Word. Those guards at the beginning saw the ghost. Horatio's good to go. The guards got no reason to lie. But, well, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So some people have seen the ghost. Hamlet's the only one who's spoken to the ghost. So there's a couple different ways we could um, sort of take this, you know. His mother asks him, where on do you look? She's really driving home on line 125, like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you looking at? Hamlet says, on him, on him. Look you how pale he glares. His form and cause conjoined. Preaching to stones would make them capable. Like, look at my dad. He could preach to stones, and they would get up and do his bidding. Right? And so mom's bugging out because she don't... She, she don't, don't see, see any shit. of this. She don't hear shit. Mm-mm. Yeah. I have I have some moments like this, Mikey, where I'm like, "Did you guys hear that?" <laughs> and I have to make sure, yeah. like, I did you guys hear that? Or like, I yeah. don't know. Do you do that? Yeah, you're worried. You're having like an acid flashback. Like, yeah, you know, I'm worried. Yeah, I'm worried. I'm worried that like somehow, um, I'm experiencing a different reality than the people around me, and I have to check in. Yeah. 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 I mean. That's what's happening here. Hamlet tries to check in with his mother. He he looks at her and he says, do you see nothing there? That's line 133. Right. So he's trying to check in and his mother says, nothing at all. Yet all that is, I see. And he says, nor did you nothing here? And she says, no, nothing but ourselves. And he says, why look you there? Look how it steals away. My father in his habit as he lived. Look where he goes even now out at the portal. And the ghost kind of floats out the door. And he's like, he's like, look, you don't see this ghost? And the queen, I love this line too. She says, this is the very coinage of your brain, right? Your brain is, this is a hallucination. The co- I love that phrase. It's the coinage of your brain. Your brain is just a mint pumping out money. Hmm. And that's what we're looking at here. They're going to kind of try to close their thing up now. You know, Hamlet gives her some parting advice. He says on line 152, confess yourself to heaven, repent what's past, avoid what is to come, and do not spread the compost on the weeds to make them ranker. So don't do anything else that's bad, Mm -hmm. right? Repent for what you did in the past, confess to heaven, that's where I'm leaving you. Right. Because that's what his dad wanted, right? And the ghost came and kind of interceded and was like, leave your mom alone. The queen seems to have been turned. She says on line 159, oh, Hamlet, thou hast cleft my heart in twain. Right? You cut my heart in two. And Hamlet has this, this little speech here that I love. He says, oh, throw away the worser part of it and live the purer with the other half. So if I cut your heart in two, take the bad half and fucking throw it out. Whoa. Um, good night. But go not to my uncle's bed. Assume a virtue if you have it not, which is the Shakespearean version of fake it till you make it. Whoa. Assume a virtue if you have it not. Assume a virtue, motherfuckers. He says that monster custom, who all sense doth eat, of habit's devil is angel yet in this. So custom, he's talking about custom, having a habit. Mm -hmm. He says that to the use of actions fair and good, he, meaning custom, likewise gives a frock or livery that aptly is put on. Refrain tonight, and that shall lend a kind of easiness to the next abstinence. So every night, this is kind of 
a dense speech. All right. What he's saying is every night you don't sleep with my uncle, you're going to make it a little easier to not sleep with him the next night. It's like going to AA, right? Like you're just, you're going to, you're going to build up chips here. Oh, every goodness. night you don't sleep with this motherfucker, you're building your chips. Yep. And it's going to make it easier. It's, it's going to get better. Just don't yes. sleep with them tonight. One yep. day at a time. One day at a time. Trust your then, higher power. And call then, your sponsor. Yeah. Tomorrow, you do the same thing. Yeah. And eventually, you, then you're going to have a whole week. At the end of the week, that's yeah. a whole week. You won't even think about them. Yeah. You'll be over the withdrawal of that animal fat uh, bed. Yeah. You, the ensemed bed that they're fucking in. What's she saying? He, Hamlet kind of keeps going here for a little bit. Hmm. He, he, and the ghost is still in the room. No, the, remember the ghost left. He was ghost. pointing at the ghost, saying, "Look, he's leaving." And he, but he, but nobody saw him. But before he left, he said, "Take care of your mom." Yeah. Okay. He did say, "Your mother is looking on in amazement. Talk to her." Right. Uh, the ghost has told us before. The ghost's mission is not to fuck with Gertrude, the queen. Mm-hmm. The ghost just wants his brother. That's okay. Hamlet's mission. Hamlet points at Pol- remember Polonius is still dead on the floor. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you forget Polonius's body is I lying on the floor? I fucking forgot that Polonius is just on the floor. So the queen didn't mention that. Yeah, they. they she was like, "Oh my god," you know. Okay, like that, they, they screamed that, about it. That happened. Um, ghost. Ghost didn't gone. give a shit about Polonius. Yeah, the ghosts don't care about Polonius. And it would be funny if Polonius's ghost was also there, <laughs> but that's not the case. And he, Polonius confirmed dead. Polonius is dead. Confirmed dead. He's yeah. dead. He talks about it. He points at the body, and on line 175, he says, For this same Lord I do repent, but heaven hath pleased it so to punish me with this, and this with me, that I must be their scourge and minister. I'm sorry about this, but, you know, it was fate. Mm. I was an agent of the gods here. I did what had to get done. I was meant to stab the curtain. Yeah. He says, I will bestow him and will answer well. I will bestow him. So Hamlet is now kind of taking up Polonius's body. He's bringing the motherfucker with him. Mm. Hamlet's leaving with Polonius. Oh, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so he's, just, he's just, he's putting him on his shoulder. He's yeah. dragging him something. Yeah. He's bringing him. Yeah. The queen says, what shall I do? And he just reminds her again, line 185, sorry, 184, not this by no means that I bid you do. Let the bloat king tempt you again to bed. Pinch wanton on your cheek, call you his mouse, and let him for a pair of reachy kisses, or paddling in your neck with his damned fingers, make you to ravel all this matter out, that I am essentially not in madness, but mad in craft. So he tells his mom, whatever you do, don't let that guy flirt you into telling him that I'm not crazy. Right? Don't tell him what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> Don't sleep with him. Don't say a fucking word. One day at a time. Yeah, and one day at a time. One day at a time, you'll get through. And the queen seems to be um, on his side here. On line 200, she says, Be thou assured, if words be made of breath and breath of life, I have no life to breathe what thou hast said to me. So she is going to keep his secret. Hmm. And Hamlet tells her, he says, I must to England. Do you know that? So he knows about the England plan. And Who she told him about England. I don't know. Interesting. I, I, he just knows. Right. The queen says, Alack, I had forgot. Tis so concluded on. And Hamlet says on line 205, There's letters sealed, and my two schoolfellows, whom I will trust as I will adders fanged, they bear the mandate. So those my two school chums, I trust them as much as I trust snakes. Those are the guys I'm going with. Now remember, this is Rosencrantz and Guildenstern who have not been anything but honest to him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, those two motherfuckers. 
Mm. I do not trust them. I don't trust them. This is the end of the scene. He says to Polonius's body, um, or first he says to his mom, I'll lug the guts in the neighbor room. I'll take these guts away. Don't worry. I got these guts. Mother, you good night. What? So wait a minute. Polonius, his ex's dad. Yep, his ex's, he just killed his ex's dad. Okay. And but he's, I mean. He says. He's uh, always behind the fucking curtain. Right. And that is confusing. If you have a knife. And you're walking by a fucking curtain. Always test the curtains. Yeah, but even if you're not just testing the curtains, if you're just carrying a knife. Mm -hmm. You may lean against the curtains. Yeah. Or or, you, or somebody jumps out behind the curtain. Mm -hmm. You're just going to stab. Yeah. You're just yeah, gonna... maybe you come out too fast. Yeah. This is the age of daggers. This is the age of daggers, y'all. He kind of, he has one last insult for Polonius on 216. He says, indeed, this counselor is now most still, most secret, and most grave, who was in life a most foolish prating knave. And he says, good night, mother. And he drags Polonius's body out of the room. And now, this is in the folio, traditionally the end of Act 3. Okay. Um, well. I'm going to go on to explain that later, but I want to just... Most times people will put this as an act break and we'll talk a little bit later, maybe at the beginning of the next episode about the act breaks and how they may be different in different editions. But this is a great ending image for act three and is in most versions of the play, but not in the one we're reading. In the one we're reading, the act three goes on for quite a while. We're going to use the folio chapters and the mm -hmm. folio acts and scene breaks. Most people put a scene break here just because there's like a dramatic kind of ending to it, right? He's dragging Polonius's body away. Right. And do you know what Polonius was? In in addition to being a foolish prating knave. It's fucking curtain boy. Cur and curtain boy. Right. He was also somebody's dad. Oh yeah, this ex. Yeah, not not only his ex, but her brother. Let's remember we have this theme going on in the play of murdered fathers mm -hmm. and what sons must do. Right. Right, so we know we've got Fortinbras. He was the guy whose Hamlet, who Hamlet's dad killed his dad. Right. We've got Hamlet, whose dad was killed by Claudius. And now we've got Ophelia and Laertes, whose dad was La killed by our Hamlet. Laertes. Hamlet has fucking killed somebody's dad now. This is the cycle He's of fucking part of aggression. The fucking cycle, man. Right? It's a, it's like the hamster wheel of human fucking oppression, right? Somebody killed his dad, and in the process of trying to get revenge for that, he just fucking accidentally killed somebody else's dad. That's, that, that's the legacy. Yeah, and we're gonna see how that plays out like next. Right.